Okay, I gotta know. Mm-hmm. Would you go on a quest for love? Quest love? I love his music. Um, I've already gone on my quest for love. I go on a quest like every other. Oh, time. the <laughs> oh, the quest for love. Yeah. Not not mm. not the musician, but yeah, a quest for love. It does I a mean, bang up job. Oh, got it, got it. Quest love is pretty awesome though. Pretty funny. Mm-hmm. I think I go on quests. I think I'm on the wrong one. <laughs> I took the wrong turn, and I have no idea how to get back. <laughs> yeah, I think my my horse is broken. Yeah. Well, this reminds me of the book, Go the Distance. Bye. <laughs> I'm sorry. Colanita. <laughs> I think that's the problem. We are going the distance. <laughs> Just depends on what distance we're doing. Hello. What's it mean to you? All right, sorry. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Hey. Hello. We are back. Welcome to I had to read. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I had to read. I had to read. <laughs> um, and we have. Andy back with us like I know he's been with us more recently because we've been doing um prisoners of pop culture with him and whatnot and you've been hearing the um the the tipsy potheads but he's back with us and he actually read a a full novel with us I read a book read a book the main event his first Andy was this your first book of the year yeah 100 percent yeah um, I want to say it's my I first book in like six months. Of the year. How many, Josie? Mm. This was number five or six for me this year because I'm at number seven, and I'm currently reading number eight. I think I think it was four for me. I don't remember. This was the first one, but I'm definitely in that last like quarter of the year. I was no longer reading, but I was collecting all the books to read. Okay. Mm. So doing a lot of adding to cart, purchasing books. I hear not, you. Not reading them. Creating that to be oh, read you pile. Were, you were you were creating your 2022 TBR. Yeah. You should um take a picture for us so we can share oh, it. You should. Andy's to be read pile. I would like to for say 2022. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll have to find all the books and then get them in a pile and we'll I, see if please, I can do Please that. do. I think this would be fun. So and then, then we can cross Andy them off as you go. that for April. Yeah. <laughs> so when Andy finally gets December that part together 2022. April, we'll post it. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because well, it's We'll true. post that next year when we get that. That's yeah. so funny. Yeah, welcome, Andrew. Thank you. Thank thank you for having me, ladies. Thank you for being our guest again, ish. It's funny. Yeah. You were, you, you were our first guest guest on this segment. Yeah. Yeah. 82 years ago. Yeah. It feels like it. And now you can't get rid of me. You can't get rid of you. We, well, we also you, were like, I was just 
going to say we were also like, um, here's more for you to do. Just one more job. <laughs> Here, Andy, we're giving you a whole segment. Mm-hmm. Which, if you yeah. haven't been listening to Prisoners of Pop Culture, please do. Also, join me on Twitter. I'm talking to myself. That's fine. Please come on out. <laughs> Potheads you read on Twitter. Um, yeah, You're not no. talking to yourself. You're talking to other people for yourself. <laughs> I'm talking to no one because no one's following us. I'm I am following us. <laughs> I am with two other randoms. I have no idea. I legitimately feel like that's the like in the movies when they're like, oh no, it was the there's like a Friends episode where Ross moves into a new building and Phoebe's like asks all of his neighbors who here likes Ross and Ross is the only one who writes his <laughs> raises his hand and she's like, of course he's wearing two name tags and he's the only one who raised his hand when I said who likes him. <laughs> I feel like you, like, I love that you're following us on Twitter, Sheila, because I don't even have Twitter. But I feel like that's the equivalent of raising our own hand and wearing two name tags. <laughs> I mean, I do the same thing for our Instagram. I mean, we have more followers on there, but I do go like our posts Oh, yeah, we there. have way more followers on Insta and way more followers on Facebook. Seven followers on Instagram. Actually, I don't actually know. I don't it's like 100 or less or something. Uh, like I don't know. I was like, now I feel like I want to look. Am I over embellishing what we have on Insta? I I'm, also feel like we should put an asterisk of like, we're not pushing to join the socials. It's just a conversation. This is not a spell. Because apparently we don't talk about what we do or, you know, like how much we have on social media. We, really don't. we don't. Sometimes we do. Or basically, our conversations are hey, I posted. Yeah. <laughs> just to let us I know, know I that need we to did more that. on Twitter and I was like I can't really expect people to follow us if like I don't do anything but just tell them the yeah. episodes are out that's fair maybe we can help you with that yeah. have, we have 275 I'm proud of oh, that 275 um, that's really good yeah. I feel like it's gone up since the last time I looked and I don't I feel like that was in the fall when I looked at our number so thank you Insta yeah. followers yeah yeah Oh, we and we have um we had a bunch we have people listening to us from Singapore, Russia, Australia, mm. all over the United States. I want to say there like was like I said no to Russia. If anyone caught that, I dropped something and I just oh. made an audible like no. I just, <laughs> I'm happy for all of our listeners. I want to say we had uh I think it was. France and Spain. So we, we're, yeah, we've had some. Did y'all uh, celebrate the 2K in the last episode? Celebrate no. the 2K? Oh. We also we're hit the milestone of 2,000. Oh, no, we, we talked about it. Josie, you were like, we hit 2,000. Oh, I guess we did. I totally listened to it. She thought you I were talking did. about Y2K <laughs> for our young listeners. That was something yeah. that we had to go through, and it was really traumatic. No, Why really. would we <laughs> talk about Y2K? That was 22 years ago. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, yeah, she did post. No, I remember... Honestly, I think it was because we were going to, like, do a post about it, and I never did. Yeah, and so I was like, no, we didn't do anything. I did. <laughs> Andy did, and I liked it. <laughs> I hearted she it. Whatever you do. <laughs> like, 
I'm trying to help support ourselves. All right. <laughs> get us, get us help in that Twitter verse, everyone. We need, we need help in the Twitter. A little sad over there, but that's all right. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, Josie, do you have a fun or not so fun? Oh yeah, we definitely do the oh, facts fact. before we talk about a book. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> Good thing I totally, uh, I totally remember that. <laughs> I'm moderating today. Yes. Okay. So normally we do a fun Harry Potter fact mm-hmm. about books or movies at some point. So for this one, I'm actually not doing a fact, and I could go into explanation for all of these because all of these things have a paragraph of description after it but what i am going to list actually was what do you want um i googled you what (laughs) he said which do you want oh (laughs) i googled harry potter fun fact heroic because we have the story the after story of zero to hero Hercules. So I was like, Oh, let's, you know, heroes, like Mm -hmm. that's a theme of everything. So what I actually got was a list of the 10 most heroic things Harry has ever done. Okay. We're going to start. This is our top 10. We're going to start with number 10. Okay. Top 10. Let's go. Number 10 is going to save Sirius from the ministry. Yeah. That's pretty, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It does seem low. I mean, yeah, okay. It does. Part of me wonders if it's because Did it was kind it? of like he really shouldn't have done it, but I don't know. Okay, maybe. Oh, actually, that's really funny because I went to scroll to the next one and it says, well, he may have made a mistake here. The thinking is of behind the action was heroic. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Like I said, I'm not reading the paragraphs. Number nine, saving Hermione from the troll. Yeah. Okay. Number eight. That was book two. So book five, book two. Um, number eight. Growing up to be a good person to, despite an awful childhood. It's actually book one. Book one. Yeah. That no. Uh, oh, sorry. Saving the troll was book one. <laughs> sorry. I was just thinking dungeons and chambers. Sorry. I got yes, you. Book one Me sitting here, two. like, are you talking about growing up? Because I think that was like during all the books. <laughs> I know me too I was like I didn't say a book yet <laughs> I know I'm sorry I was like no I'm gonna fix you no, for fine. somebody We're like totally killing this time. Yep. number seven was saving mm-hmm. Sirius and Buckbeak okay three okay number six teaching defense against the dark arts under Umbridge's eye that seems brave. I would have thought that'd be higher. Umbridge was pretty, like, crazy. Book five, yeah. again, for everyone. Um, number five, trying to save everyone during the second Triwizard Tournament task, which was in four. Mm, yeah. I will also say real quick that so far, except for number eight, growing up by himself to be a good person, all of the other ones have actually been group heroism, not yeah. solely Harry heroism. Where teaching the defense against the dark arcs, although he was like coerced to do it by his friends, he did do it by himself. Yes. And n- number five, that was totally by himself. So, yeah. okay. Um, number four, going to the Chamber of Secrets to save uh, Ginny. Okay. Yeah. Book two. 
Yeah, that was good. I mean, he had Ron with him, but it was good. Number three, facing Voldemort when he was only 11 years old. At the very, oh, at the very end of the book, book one. Why wizards? No. Well, yeah, to be fair, that was heroic by luck because he thought he was going to see Snape in the cha- or in the last task. He didn't realize he was going to see Coral with Voldy. Yeah. Andy's thinking of book four, though, when he oh, and oh was in the graveyard. Yeah. No, this one was at 11. That was book one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Number two is giving oh. up everything to commit to hunting the Horcruxes. Yeah. Did he have a okay. choice? Mm-hmm. That one he did technically have a choice. But I don't think he would have gone Because he could have. I don't think he would have gone back to school either because Dumbledore had died. Well, he was, like, wasn't he already stuff, like but wanted? Had, hasn't he what? Wasn't he already wanted at that point? Um, I believe so. Like, I don't think he was wanted before he before Turned. he went. For the Horcruxes, because I think it was after he didn't show up at Hogwarts was when oh, he became wanted. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. Oh, I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do you guys want to give a guess to what number one is? Number one. Given that list of all the things, can you think of what number one might be? It would have to be the final battle, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Or dying. The dying with, like, risking the resurrection. The resurrection stone. Um, Maybe. I'm trying to think. If it's, is it something stupid? Because I'll be mad. I'll flip my computer. <laughs> He's gonna I'm end not going to give episode. any. I'm not going to give any clues or indication until we get something from Sheila. Good God. Um, I'm trying to think. What did he do? What's everything he's done? I feel like they've all been mentioned. Um. I know. Basically, freeing Dobie. That's pretty fucking heroic, right there. That is heroic. I mean, he, damn it, I knew I was, but here's the thing, like, I know (laughs) he did it, like, he tricked Malfoy's dad. Yeah, but to be fair, with the rest of this list, that could totally be on here. Yeah. Yeah, totally But I feel like build up, um, actually, it Mm -hmm. was taking the invisibility cloak and going into Hogsmeade. Out of I'm, all that? No, I'm totally lying. <laughs> I like that wasn't very heroic. <laughs> I just said that because Andy was like, I will flip my computer. <laughs> Actually, Andrew Jackson, you got it right. Sacrificing himself to defeat Voldemort. One of the absolute bravest and most difficult things Harry has ever done is to sacrifice his own life in order to kill Voldemort. Harry lets Voldemort kill him because he knows this is the only way to eliminate the Horcrux place inside of himself. This would make so much this would take so much courage and selflessness, and it's the act that allows Harry to survive in the end and take Voldemort down. Good job, Andy. I just need to acknowledge the fact that this wasn't an official competition point. But you feel like you did. And I got it right. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, we have not been doing our I'm a bad test taker. No, that was a good job. <laughs> I mean, I, I thought that too, but I was like, no, freeing Dobie. 
you know. It was so funny because it's like, at this point, I don't disagree with you, Sheila, because at the point where he was in his age. He's 12. Like, he was super young. And by the time he did what he did here, he's like, listen, I've done followed everything and everybody and everything else. Like, he he knew that the stone would work, but it was still a big thing. Oh, yeah. It's Yeah, I think. Honestly, like, I felt like Dobie could have been on the list because yeah. he didn't know, like, what kind of repression Lucius. Instead of just growing up to be a good person. That's dumb. <laughs> That's our growing up to be a good person. <laughs> growing up to be a good person despite your awful childhood and, like, dumb. all of your... That's dumb. Dumb. All he did Should've was avoid totally being a comedian. <laughs> I don't know. He's pretty funny in book in movie six and seven. So, with the pinchers, I love that scene. It's my favorite scene. <laughs> All right. All right. Andy, we decided you picked this. Do you want to just tell us why you picked this book? Well, we hadn't done it. <laughs> My southern came out real strong. We hadn't done a twisted tail in a minute. Um, well, we did. We did. Um, we did the aerials a long, long time ago. Yeah. And actually, I think that was my my first book. Yeah. Y'all correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so when I was talking about doing another one, I think we talked about this. And honestly, I will be. I'll disclaimer because I've told y'all, but. Um, I didn't really know much about Hercules. I still don't know much about Hercules. So, but I thought it would be an interesting um, twist on, like, just to see how the story goes. Like, mm-hmm. what type of adventures would happen after here. Because, honestly, I didn't even know the character it was based on. Oh. Um, plus, they're easy reads. And if I'm getting back into reading, this is reading. one I need to start out with, people. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. So we read. Yeah. I felt both. like this was easier than part of your world, the aerial one. You thought it was easier? Agreed. Yeah. Oh, maybe it was easier. Personally. I felt like with part of your world, that one was really dumbed down. Like, I remember when I read it. Back, yeah. And we talked about it where I was like, I don't know if I've been reading like too much stuff that's like higher level, but I was just like, it, it felt very low level reading or as this one, I didn't feel that this time. I didn't feel like it right. was for super young, for adults. young adult, for young adult, <laughs> like preteen young adult. It was pretty dumb down for that. I felt. Yeah. I think like, I also but, realized I like these cause there's a lot of dialogue. Yeah. I just think this one flowed better than part of your world in my opinion. Mm-hmm. What's funny because they have all—they all have different authors. They're all twisted tales, but like they're well, not written by the same person. They—they they have some of them have Liz, the same authors. What is it, Liz Caldwell? Like some yeah. of them write a few of them because I, I think Liz Caldwell has like four or Ca- five. Three or four, yeah, I think, or four or five. Yeah, some, or she three has, or four, and then she has a handful. Yeah, and then some of them are but, one-offs, and then some of them have like two or three. Yeah, but um. So we we read Go the Distance by Jen Kalita. Um, I did watch Hercules because I started to read and I got a page in or two and I was like, you know what? I don't remember the last time I watched Hercules, which 
I've decided was in like 1997, 1998, around the time that it came out. Um, so Dash and I, one afternoon, we watched it and he thought it was hilarious. And I forgot how much I enjoyed it. Like, it was just a, it's a good musical and everything. So, so I, and I think watching it helped me be better acquainted with the characters in the story. Mm, that's fair. Mm. I have seen, and I want to say I've seen it all the way through, but I don't know if that's true. But I have seen a good bit of bits and pieces. Um, but I did enjoy that this was more centered around Meg than Hercules. Mm-hmm. So, like, the twisted part for Ariel was really a part, like, it was, she was still the main character. Right. But I thought this was kind of cool, because you kind of got to um, see Meg go through all the stuff. And I'll be honest, it got a little deep. It did. Yeah. I think the difference also is, like, this picks up literally right where the movie ends. And actually, technically, a little bit before it. Yeah. Because this, this picks up, like, right when Hercules goes up to Mount Olympus and like mm-hmm. Phil celebrated and, Meg and by Pegasus, the like gods. they're up in the heavens with them, like celebrating. Yeah. So it's like right, it picks up like right there, right in the beginning. Yeah. Well, before we get too much further into discussing, do we want to read the um, cover of the book? Book. Yeah. Because we usually do, do that. But Sheila. All right. So. Go the distance. We usually do that way before we even start talking. <laughs> I know. We really, we kind of took a turn there. Look, we got Andy here. We're excited. We're off our agenda. We're off our agenda. <laughs> I can't be tamed. Panic podcasting. All right. <laughs> what if Meg had to become a Greek god? After Hercules, ugh, after Hercules proves he's a true hero and regains his godhood, all seems right in the world. That is, until Zeus tells Megara that she can't be with Hercules because she's, well, mortal. Luckily, Hera has a solution, offering Meg a chance to prove herself worthy of a spot on Mount Olympus as a god. All Meg has to do is complete a mysterious quest. The quest? Oh, just to rescue her ex-boyfriend's wife from the underworld. The ex-boyfriend she saved by selling her soul to Hades. The ex-boyfriend who immediately moved on to someone else while Meg was stuck in the underworld. Can Meg put her past behind her and use her quick wit to defeat monsters and gods alike, including the nefarious Hades? Will she finally figure out where she belongs and what has she to offer? Or will her fear of commitment have her running away from an eternity of godhood with her? I don't know. There's some hurt with Herc. Sorry, I couldn't read that last word. It, it looked <laughs> funny. It didn't look like Herc. I was like, did they with miss hard. With Wonder Boy. Wonder Boy. Wonder Boy. Every time she said Wonder Boy in the book, I could just hear the cartoon version of Meg being like, right. okay, Wonder Boy. Wonder Boy. Yeah. Awesome. So, Sheila, <laughs> how did you feel about it? I enjoyed it. I did enjoy it. I enjoyed the the way it was written better mm-hmm. than the one we read um, than 
a couple years ago. I know, and I know it's two different authors. I, I just liked her style better. I think um, it didn't mm-hmm. feel lower to me like the other one did. But then again, maybe it's because yeah. I've been reading a lot of children's chapter books with my child, and that's what's going on in my life too. So, um, but I really I enjoyed it. It kept me interested and. I wanted to know if she would make that commitment. Would she go the distance? The distance. I have to say, though, I was basically <laughs> singing that song the whole freaking book. It's like one of my favorite Disney <laughs> If you put it's it a very my popular, head right now and ask me to sing it, I would say I was a very heaven. popular very audition popular. piece for, men's music, for men, for tenors. We sang it for the seniors that graduated in 1997. The choir at my high school did. So. Nice. Yeah, I know. Josie, what did you think? I was the first one to finish this book. To be fair, I was on vacation and had nothing to do, and so I read it. <laughs> she had a lot of time. The first one. Yeah, I had a lot of time. We're done so but fast. I was, and I was... So excited reading it. I loved uh, this book so much. I actually think I enjoyed it more than the Hercules movie. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, I want to see the story like on the screen put out. Like live action, cartoon, like I don't even care. Like I want them to do a movie of this story. I thought it was so good. And it's, I felt like the author got her sarcasm from the movie just right. I felt like, like I wanted the divas to be in it, but I'm like, you can't, like, it would be so hard to write the divas into it. Right. But in my head, I was thinking of the divas, like, oh my gosh, this would be such an awesome place for them to kind of like come in and do like a song here or like, you know, whatever. I liked the whole idea and premise of what Hades and the underworld looked like Mm -hmm. and felt like the idea, like the themes of this book I felt were like so universal on so many levels of like trusting yourself, trusting others around you, making the tough decisions. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like talking about talking about your traumas, talking about, yeah also just kind of like for me the biggest one was like just like letting go and like trusting your decisions that you make not only for like yourself but like and like what you can do but trusting in others of what they do like trusting in their word trusting in their actions yeah building the trust in like multiple ways because you even see it at the beginning like her and pegasus and then her and phil and then there's just an instance of like where like her and phil kind of like oh like you got hurt and it's like it immediately like became something else i also just love greek mythology Mm -hmm. so that's just an aspect that will always make me enjoy Hercules and that will always make me enjoy like anything revolving around Greek mythology in any way, no matter how bad it is. I own Troy because even though it's a horrible Brad Pitt movie, I know he makes them, but 
<laughs> it's like the idea of like that like mythology and everything behind yeah. it. I just really enjoyed it. I was like super excited about this. Like I, it made me want to read more of her work specifically yeah. with the other Twisted Tales. Yeah. And Andy, I know we were we had just talked about this, so I actually really quickly looked it up. It looks like she's written three Twisted Tales, and then because she did Mirror Mirror for Snow mm-hmm. White, but then she also wrote a Heroes one. Um, that was for something, and then she wrote the Let It Go for Frozen. For Frozen, but then she also did like a Lost Legends, The Rise of Flynn Rider, which I would probably love that because Tangled is one of my favorite ones. I I just saw something Um, about that one. It looks good. Yeah. Oh, so there's one. This says Let It Go, the Disney Twisted Tale number five, but. Their other one, the other one is Conceal, Don't Feel. Mm-hmm. I can't tell if those are the same ones, but they're both like Elsa, Anna. So I'm wondering if they're the same mm-hmm. ones. But so she's actually written quite a few, like of the Twisted Tale series. Right. So it made me excited to to think that I would like want to go read and check yeah. out her specifically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Like I said earlier, it was an easy read. But not in, like, it doesn't capture you. It was just an easy read. It was good. It was lighthearted. But at the same time, like, just a good story. I don't... I got to know these characters in a different light since I didn't really know them fully pre the twist. Right. But um, I thought it was interesting because, like you were saying, I actually had the thought probably two-thirds in. And I was like, ooh, I kind of want to see this movie. You need to go. Like I was like, I think this would be mm-hmm. a good movie. Um, not <laughs> only because female heroine, which we do have the Disney princesses, but it's a, a heroine that's not a princess. Right. So it's right. like a whole different kind of area for them. I also think it's like that, in the Mulan area. Yeah. Mulan mm-hmm. was like a hero. Like I didn't expect to be attacked throughout it. Um <laughs> Because I didn't expect to have those universal (laughs) themes you talked about, about, like, letting people in, letting go of the past, letting love in. I was like, I get it. Stop talking to me like that. Not in the book. I just felt like that because it was coming towards me. Right. But um, because they didn't beat on it, she, the way the book progressed, it was very much like she thought she was a whole person. And she just really didn't realize how much she wasn't. And um, at first I was kind of like, what a bitch move, Hera. I can (laughs) go through a quest. But in the end, she was really just trying to be like, girl, you need therapy. And you need to go through here because I know (laughs) you love my son, but you won't admit it. Well, I think it also, like, yes, all of that. But I think the biggest thing, too, is like, I think it's so quick to take everything at, like, face value. Mm-hmm. And this teaches you that you can't really do that. I mean, like, Hera legit, or not Hera, Meg legit thought that it was, like, two weeks and her boyfriend had moved on. In actuality, it had been, like, two, two, two years. years. Yeah. Two to three years before. I mean, it was, like, almost, like, two and a half years before he even got married again. You know what I mean? Like... And it wasn't even, and even still, like, he looked for his her. His new wife knew, 
He looked for yeah. her. His new wife knew about her. She helped his him new, look. Like his new wife. Yeah, she knew about the song, that it was their yeah. song. You know, it's like when you're in a place of, like, mistrust, it's really easy to believe the worst about people. And it's like you can't always yeah. just automatically believe the worst. Like, you have to open yourself up to hear their side of the story. Whether it's your truth or not, it's still a part of the truth. Right. And you kind of have to figure out, like, the puzzle pieces of where it all fits together. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think for me, it was definitely... It wasn't one of those where I've texted y'all before and been like, I didn't realize this was going to have the missing father component. But it was like, oh, the missing father and then the mom who had to be so practical that like there was no dreaming. Like you just had to like do what you had to do. <laughs> but right. then you, but then music kept her going. And I was just like, am, am I Meg? We're all Meg. So, well, you are sarcastic, and you do have long hair. You have I long, know. luscious hair. It's just not really red, red. So, but I yeah. mean, I think that's the sign of a good book if you literally go. You can relate. Yeah, like, damn, am I this character? Right. Um. <laughs> but no, I thought it was really cool because there was a lot of different, a lot of different parts to the quest, like where she had to go through different things. I think it was also interesting, like. Where we learned, which I don't know if I'm getting too far into the book at this point, but we learned, like, where Persephone was. And, like, how they were in love. And it was just, like, that wasn't really expected. Like, no one expected Hades to have a softer side. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. That was kind of cool. Yeah. For sure. Because I think it also shows, like, unexpected things can happen like love can change people Mm -hmm. you know I like on the flip side of it too because you don't only get the themes from Meg you also get them from other people you know um her ex's wife that he that she had to go find I'm totally her name is Katarina right now yeah yeah Katarina yeah Katarina I mean you also have to look on her side of it like Oh, yeah, okay, she was in the underworld. I get it. She was traumatized, drowning, didn't know. But it's also, like, but I feel like you can't be so stuck to the past that it stops you from creating your future. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I felt like that was, like, a really big thing for her because, you know, she had found her sister in the underworld. Yeah. And really took to having her and was like, I don't care what my life is like. Like, she's, you know, she needs me. She needs this. I yeah. And it's one of those things. Time, I can't do it again. Yeah. Well, and the little so, sister like, was just so, the little sister was just so wise, too. Yeah. And she was like, I'll be okay, don't worry. Go which, take care of yourself. Which is funny because I feel like, I mean, this was, like, years and years ago. I don't fully remember. I don't remember specific things. I remember more of, like, what my family told me or whatever. But I feel like children who are are like that, like, go mm-hmm. through death or get sick and then die, 
I feel like sometimes they're like that, where it's like there's just something that makes them wiser beyond their years. Yeah. Of like, for sure. This is, you know, I feel like that's a theme in real life and in books where it's kind of like they mature very quickly. No, it's fine. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. But it's also like a different type of maturity because she was still yeah. very much a little kid who just loved flowers and liked to play and mm-hmm. like did whatever. But it was also like she knew that her sister needed to go back. Like she knew that that's something that she needed to do. And yeah, I really liked that. But because I feel like even though like even Phil like had a thing where it's like no, I'm done, I've done my thing, and they yeah. were like, oh, no, you're going to have to train her later. You're going to have more to do later with with uh, Katerina's baby, you know? So Cassia. it's just like, yeah, Cassia. So it's like, mm-hmm. you never really know exactly what your plan is, so you have to be open to, like, changes and new things. Right. It's also interesting how everything and- blends together. So it's like... I mean, obviously, they're the story, the writers taking it from the reception of the gods and things like that. But it's just like how everything intertwines. Where he met the baby at that time, and they clicked. And she's like, "Well, I'm glad y'all get along because you'll be needing to train her later." Yeah. To like. She's gonna be a hero. The flood that causes this, and it happens to be the person that, you know, um, her ex love married. And that's who they sent after, which I mean, obviously was like, I don't want to say orchestrated, but orchestrated. Um, so <laughs> I, it's just interesting. Um, I don't but know. I think I also, something I was... kind of poetic, too, in the fact of, of that, where it's like Katarina wasn't supposed to die. Right. Yeah. They all felt bad. Like about that it. wasn't a part of their grand scheme. Like something happened and they were like, that was not a part of it. Right. Because I think it's. I think it's an interesting element at the thought that gods are fallible because mm-hmm. they're not supposed to be. Right. They're not. They, they're supposed to be. They're, they're supposed to be all knowing. Whether you believe in like the one and only or like the Trinity or you're in a culture of like multiple gods, like gods are not supposed to make mistakes. Right. And this is them being like, oh, no, we definitely made a mistake. And they felt bad about it because she yeah. was saying that he didn't, um, like, he was kind of, like, mopey. Yeah. he was like, that wasn't so Yeah. I thought one cool thing, which this may be a spoiler, so sorry, kids, fast forward. With the books, we don't really talk about spoilers. I mean, we talk about them, but we don't really. But I kind of called If it's, like, ending, a major, major one, we don't. I kind of called the ending where um, the, her mom is taking care of. Oh, the, the little one. Lily. The little one in the yeah. underworld. Like, I totally called that, but I actually or thought she was, she was going to have a moment with her mom. Yeah. And be like, please, like, like help take care of this so that I can get back and I can do this. I thought she was going to use that to get um, Katarina to go back be like, look, she's taken care of versus it just kind of happening. Yeah. That was kind of, I, I thought that was kind of cool that it, like, it seemed more like organic y versus like, I'm going to, like use someone so that I can still get what I want. Right. Yeah. I also just loved like the bittersweetness of the moment where 
the boat ride. She finally makes the connection with her mom in the boat ride, and she can't yeah. look back. Because, again, themes. Like, mm-hmm. life is full of hard decisions, and sometimes you just, you know you're making the right decision when it hurts so much. Yep. And, but that whole exchange where she's like, Meg, 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 and she's like... I can't look at you. I can't look back. I got to go. She's like, I have the ability to make something great out of myself. Yeah. And and it was just like that whole thing, that whole exchange. And it's like part of me wanted her to look back because I wanted to know if it was really her. Part of me wanted to wanted her to look back to see if it was a trick Hades was playing. Yeah. To get because, you know, like panic and pain were able to like. Mimic, manipulate voices yeah. and and create and manipulate them and so it's like did they really have her did they really which did she really make it to the water edge because yeah you don't actually know if it was her or not and so yeah. it was like meg finally trusting herself to just be like i have to do what i have to do i'm gonna go and with it making the right only... choice for other people and not just for herself yeah, I'm going to go with it was only because she said the thing that she said about entire shoes and she didn't keep begging. So in my mind, I'm going to stay with it was her. Yeah, I think it was the mom. I think it was her. I I really do. I do think it was her, but it's kind of like that whole idea of like, if she looked it back, could be, what yeah. was she going to Oh, no, I'm with you. I'm just saying I... I'm <laughs> Because the gods can, you have to remember, the gods can read her mind. So she could have thought that when she was down there. Oh, that's fair. And Hades. And Hades Hades could have, like, gotten into that. I just want to say, I'm sorry if you're hearing a bell right now. It's my cat in the background playing with her. I didn't hear it until just now. Toy. So... I just want to let oh, she's been playing with it. I know Roxy jumped on my lap. And... I am the only <laughs> one without a cat in my recording. That's fine. You're in Ed sound is or you're I really gonna... want I really wanted you to say a cat in a hat just because it rhymes, <laughs> but it was like mine's in my lap and, and that doesn't rhyme. That doesn't rhyme. Yeah. Um we digress. <laughs> we digress. We had to talk about cats. Sorry. I just wanted to let people know that. It's a cat because we're not. Um, I also thought it was really cool when she battled that first demon for the flute. Oh yeah. Because everyone's like, "You survived that." Yeah. And she kind of pulled the "what like it's hard" type of thing from Legally Blonde. She was like, "Yeah, we made it," and they're like, "You should." (laughs) Yeah. You should not have survived. Yeah. What and what I liked about I think this book compared to the part of your world was that there was like action faster. Not that the other the other one didn't really have any action. It was very slow. This was, was just yeah. It, you know we had um you have a scene of like her, her childhood, and then you have the scene of her up in the heavens with the gods celebrating hercules and then being told you have a quest you can take it or you can't take it and then she goes on this quest and all of a sudden she's already there it was very quick and like i appreciated that because sometimes i if things drag out a little too long i'm like okay so much backstory yeah yeah so um i enjoyed that aspect that like it and it was kind of an it's an action 
it's an action-packed book for a you know a female heroine which Josie and I love female heroines. I'm pretty sure Andy and does too. I liked how female packed it was. I really like how female packed it was. Like, Mm. I feel like sometimes with Disney, you get a lot of like hysterical women, Mm -hmm. or like situations where the females like being hysterical. Even in the movie Hercules. It's kind of the men who are always, like, hot-headed and hysterical. Like, in this one, it's Zeus kind of throwing a tantrum of, like, no, this isn't going to happen. Yeah. It's Phil kind of throwing a tantrum of, like, I'm not going to help you. Yeah. It's Hades throwing the tantrum of, "I, you tricked me once, you're not going to trick me twice. Mm -hmm. Where it's, like, Meg, Hera, Athena, um, Aphrodite. Aphrodite. Persephone, like. You know, even the baby, Cassia. Yeah. Uh, sorry, my cat just sneezed. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, and then, I don't know. And then you had, but even, like, her sister, the mother, it yeah. was very, like, female-driven and, like, women yeah. will do what they have to do. Women are strong. Women can do things. I felt like it was very um, positive because I think also when you get women who do have strong personalities, they feel like they can't ask for help because it's a sign of weakness. And this is like, this was like women pushing women to like help ask for help. Look at what you need help with, you know. Well, going into that. We have, she was still ever able to do everything herself. Like, not at any point did Hercules or anybody actually have to come forward and help her. Yeah. Well, going off of that, you know, like, when strong women or strong women characters, like, they don't want to ask for help. Like, we're seeing that right now with Encanto's Luisa. And it's been a lot of talk where we have this sh- incredibly strong woman. And not, not just physically, but also mentally Mm -hmm. in the sense that everybody's Mm -hmm. asking her to do all these like very physical things and she's always just done it and then all of a sudden like she's having a moment where like I can't handle this this stuff and like I'm like why can't that dude just go get his own darn donkeys and put them in the barn you know why does she have to hunt the donkeys down again you know like so there's things like that like I and I think that's something that this was good where they were like, you know, ask for help, you know, offer suggestions. Like, cause Louisa, all she could have said to it. So that dude was like, um, well, here's a rope, go gather them and take them to the, the field. You know, like here's, here's, here's some yeah. advice on how to get them instead of putting it all on herself. Her. Yeah. And, and you know, and that was something that the community Andy, was I just saw used you. to. Sorry. Yeah. No, you're totally fine. I, cut you off Andy I saw you twist your head because Hercules does save her in the one scene with the golden apple orchard Mm -hmm. but the reason why I'm not including that is because she didn't ask for that help she was trying to do it on her own Hercules peeked in and was watching and took it upon himself to go out and help her no and I think that's fine but I think like I mean y'all said it and that's good they're gonna everyone's gonna be like we literally just heard this but I think it's also from a different perspective because y'all were talking about getting help from the other women and doing this. But it's also letting the person that loves you help you. Help you. That's just true. Just not make you weak. 
Yeah. It just means that yeah. you're allowing to have help. So this was like, this was like, for me watching it, she was the woman that I've known my entire life, but also like the women that get really stubborn <laughs> sometimes. And they're like, I'm a strong, independent woman. I don't need your help. And you're like, I know you don't need it, but like we can help each other and we can make it easier on each other type yeah. of thing. It doesn't have to be as hard for just you to do yeah. it all by yourself. Yeah. You can work as a team. And I think that's something that she really learned with like Phil along the journey mm-hmm. was that they had to be in Pegasus, Phil and Pegasus, that they had to be a team to get through a lot of it. Not all of it, like most of it, she had to do by herself. And then the very end, it was like all her. And I kind of like, but we've seen that like with Harry Potter, like especially in the first book, like they were the little team that got through all the, the, I can't even think of what else, like, you know, <laughs> the, the brooms and the, or not the brooms, well, the keys, all, and all the, the different, there's no uh, way all the different phases. Yeah. So, and, you know, um, but the very uh, end. That's movie. That's movie Harry. Book Harry. Ron uh, he, plays he, he a huge part in a lot of it. Got yeah. it. So, so, like, they all work together, but they also had their their strong points. And then at the end, obviously, Harry had to finish off by, you know, that part by himself. So, like, we see it there as well. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of it is, though... Meg is older. She's conditioned. She she has those walls up that she has to break through. Whereas like Harry, he doesn't have his walls up. He's younger. He already yeah, knows he can't true. do it by himself. So he's much more willing and easier for him to actually ask for that help. Definitely. Well, and she which, was conditioned. Which I think to, is totally. Good she was totally too. conditioned from like the age of five of like you don't need anybody. You can do it you all by yourself. Well, I mean, at the, at the age of five, she literally was, like, having to basically take care of her parents, you yeah. know? Yeah. Especially her mother, so. Yeah. I mean, a five-year-old is the one keeping the finances of your house. It's five or six-year-old. And learning, knowing how to cook everything, and yeah. Yeah. What was your favorite part of the book? Andy. <laughs> Sorry, I got distracted. Y'all know how I'm a collector. I immediately started looking up Meg Toys. Um, <laughs> which says something about the type of heroine that she is. Yeah. Honestly, as stupid as it was, what's coming to my head is this girl didn't even take shit from Zeus. Mm-mm. From the get-go, she was like, you're not going to talk to me that way. And I Mm -hmm. honestly thought at one point when he went crazy that they were going to say that that's what caused the flood to get um, Katarina. And it wasn't going to be the... um, Oh, the Titans. The Titans. I thought it was going to be that conversation. And I was going to be like, ooh, that would be really deep. But um, I think that conversation, and then I think... I think the moment where I believe it was Aphrodite explained to her and she processed like 
he did it he came to help out of love not because she's weak right and she actually processed that moment and started to realize like she loved him yeah Mm-hmm. what about y'all yeah because up, up to that point there was a lot of of moments where she was like oh yeah we could totally be together forever but where for eternity yeah she's like oh i could totally be with him always and forever for the rest of like the creation of everything oh that might be too much which, to be fair, yes. girl, I get it. And, like, yeah. That's a long time. Well, going off of that, my ex-boyfriend, uh, about a month before we actually broke up, he called me and we were talking and he's like, when I get out of the army in a year, I'll come home and we'll get married. And I was like... <laughs> Um, and literally I was seeing flashing lights and sirens in my head and I was like, I, I was 19. I wasn't even, no, I mean, yeah, I was 19. I was almost 20 and I was like, I'm not ready to get married. I want to go to college. I want to go do stuff. Next thing you know, I break up with him and then the next day I'm with my future husband, but that's a whole different next story. Next day? Yeah. He's my rebound yeah. husband. This was a twist <laughs> to the story I did not know. You didn't know this? I thought you knew this. But yeah. Oh, we've told you that before. I don't think you connected how. how I don't, I don't think I It was very it quick. Totally, then we broke we up. Totally and then said I said it. It, yeah. it. It wasn't. My ex and I, we had been over for a long time. We just held on hey, way too long. So No shade. It was just. No, I was just letting you know. Next day, I actually met my husband. And you know that he was like, oh, you weren't ready to marry me. <laughs> my ex doesn't I mean, they did get happened. married like three months later. No, they got married three years later. Listen, what I just heard was you said no to him, you said yes to him, and y'all went to the courthouse, and then they you've been married forever. <laughs> it worked no, out. No, I mean, it did look, work out. <laughs> the moment of the, right, the moment of sirens or red flags is legit when you mm-hmm. have it because there was a guy that I was dating during a show, and we went on like a date together. And then we were, like, still hanging out. And then he told me he wanted me to go with him to his sister's wedding. And he was like, and I want you to meet my whole family. And I want you to meet my dad. And I don't even like my dad. And we don't even talk. But I just think you need to meet him. Because it would mean a lot to me. And I was like, um, when's the wedding? I think I might be out of town. But it was the same thing. I was, like, 19. We'd gone on, like, one date together. We'd yeah. been working on a show together. And we weren't even working that super close together on the show. And I was just, like, I don't know. Like, I just, like, froze. But it was the same thing where it was just, like, red flag, red flag, red flag. Like, just. Don't do it. Head. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes you got to listen to those signs. And I. Yeah. So, like, I can see Which, the panic. Wait, right. But when. I think I see the panic, but the funny thing is, is like she didn't see the red flags. She, yeah, it was no, just herself it, holding herself back. It, it, totally. It was totally herself holding herself back because she 
how she had been conditioned. You don't need anybody. You can take care yeah. of yourself. And then what had happened yeah. with um her ex-boyfriend. You tie your own shoes and everything. Yeah. yeah. You know, she was, she thought that he had left, you know, after seven days, he had moved on when it had actually been two years. And she didn't, she didn't know that it had been two years. She didn't know she had been down in the underworld for that long. So, she was tricked. Yeah. She was manipulated. I mean, and then that's just all that whole part is like, you know, essentially a form of abuse. But it does want to but make even that, you're like, you didn't think Hades would lie to you. Right. But it's not even that, though. Like, think about but it goes back to the conditioning of her as a child because sure. her it mom conditioned her. Her dad conditioned her. Like, she knew when her dad was going to come in and fight and be in a bad mood. Mm -hmm. They mentioned that. And then she knew every single time when she was going to have to leave a town and what her mom was going to do, what her mom was going to say, what she had to grab. Um, You know, it was her having to be, like, count the money and be like, right, pre-packed. It was her being like, Mom, why do we have to have this pretty vase? Yeah. We need bread for a week. And it was like, we don't need bread when we can look at a pretty flower. So, I mean, it was it was all of that combining. So, it was probably very easy for her to actually be manipulated that people would do that because yeah. she had had a form of manipulation her whole life up to oh, that point. Sure. That's fair. And let's be real. I would also, again, Meg and I are the same. If someone told me they spent my egg money. On a flute? Mm-hmm. I'd be pissed And a too. busted flute. Not even a new flute. Not even mm-hmm. a good flute. I'd be like, you want me to be hungry? But I do like how, like, that skill ended up being the skill that, like, saved, saved everything. her yeah. in the end. But. Yeah, because it was all from her. It was her own heart. It yeah. was her yeah. own. It was the beauty within herself. Sheila, what's your favorite moment? Hmm. Trying to think. My favorite moment. I really liked the moment with like Phil being like uncle or grandpa to to Cassia. Like he just like kind of was like, here, let me let me just take <laughs> your baby and I'm gonna take care of her. And then he's cleaning house and and I knew from that moment I'm like, he's gonna be sticking around. And um I just I just love that, you know, he was like, I'm retiring and and I'm like, he's just going to go live with him for the rest of his life. And um, I, I loved, I just loved that whole part. And I also like the whole part with her kind of connecting with the baby and like calming the baby down and like being like, I'm going to get your mama back no matter what it takes. So that's probably yeah. just the parent in me that like, I would love for somebody to like come get me back from wherever if something happened to me so my baby could be with me again. You know, yeah, it's the thought of it. Definitely, I feel like this would be a good moment to be like, I'd totally do that for you, but I'm gonna volunteer Andy's <laughs> tribute. <laughs> I'm totally just kidding. Just kidding. That was a really sweet moment. I did like that because, again, it's kind of like I think Meg was always scared to have a child and have a family mm-hmm. because she didn't want a child to grow up the way she grew up. Yeah. And I felt like that was a way for her to kind of be like, oh, like this wouldn't be so bad. Yeah. For sure. 
Yeah, what she a, definitely didn't Phil, let live, laugh, love at all. <laughs> no. Phil she's not from the like, south. She's from the north. <laughs> she's not from the south. <laughs> she did not marry her high school sweetheart. Um, yeah, because Phil, Phil, to me, in the movie was kind of annoying yeah as much as I love Danny DeVito and that voice yeah and so when it was like the beginning of the book I was like I don't know if I'm gonna be able to handle Phil but after after whatever changed his mind to go with her or whatever yeah and he started to open up and then like they were on the raft talking and like that moment that you were talking about where he just kind of like took over the baby I was like oh I like this Phil yeah this is the version of Phil that I like he grew but it was also the moment where he she was like not even my friend he was like she was like you don't even like me he was like yes I do I do now he was like you're my one of my people now like and I was just like well and I like like he was basically like (laughs) you're you're the best out of all of them you know like you're the best that I've trained yeah and I was like, man, Phil, you're getting deep. Especially since he literally just had zero to hero Hercules get on Mount Olympus. Like five And he earlier. got what he wanted. Hercules was in the stars and they were like, that's Phil's guy. Right. And now, and now he has got Meg. Now he had Meg. Red. I also think I just I loved like the- <laughs> I also think I just love the idea of just like a screaming, crying baby on like the mountainside of Greece because like that's not the place that you think of like a screaming baby right because if in my head it like for me personally in my head like where the house was at the layout of everything how they described it I'm like this just seems so peaceful and serene like the window like the windows being open and like the breeze coming through I was like man that just sounds so peaceful so the idea of just this screaming baby that couldn't be like put down or whatever. I was like, that's kind of funny. And also that everyone knew they're like, that baby has some lungs on him. Am I right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I just like how he kind of became grandpa Phil. And I always love like it was, and that's like where he got like really like soft and sentimental. And she was like, what? And he's like, I had a lot of brothers and sisters. I took care of them all. I love babies. And it's like, yeah. what? where did this come from? It was just kind of, a, it was a fun <laughs> side to see of somebody kind- who's always harsh and a little crash and, you know. Yeah. I think it reminds me of the, like for me, it reminds me of the stories of like the Hell's Angels or like the big biker dudes who are yeah. like just burly and like most people are so scared of them and they're like, we stopped at this little kid's lemonade stand because there was nobody there and we wanted to help him out. And then they like gave a thousand dollars or whatever. Like found you hear a, stuff, yeah. stuff like found that. Found a the kitten, time. found a kitten on the edge of the road. Now it rides on my bike with me, you know, things like that. Yeah. It's around their chest. Yeah. Or, or even just like, Hey, I noticed you were stuck on the side of the road with the flat. I'm not a creep. I just want to help you out. And you're yeah. like, Oh, because it's the unexpected. It's you don't you yeah. don't expect people, the people who look like that to act like that, and yeah, just societal norms. Yeah. Nice. Um, well, my favorite. Yeah. What is your favorite? 
Besides all of ours. All of ours. <laughs> yeah. Besides the ones that we've already talked about. Actually, honestly, my favorite was at the very end when she thought that she didn't succeed. Yeah. And she was so upset. Yeah. But then it was also like she was so upset because she thought she she made it and she was just like, I did it. Yeah. And then she was like, I didn't do it. But like just the calmness where she was like, that sucks, but I can totally move on with life now. I did what I had to do. Yeah. Like I did what I had to do. I wouldn't change what I had to do. I would, she wouldn't change her growth. She wouldn't change anything. But, um, when she finally did become a God or like a goddess and, they asked for her and you find out what she's the goddess of. And I was just like, oh, yeah, that's just so fitting. I was like, I just loved it. I love that they called for her, mm-hmm. you know, just to like say thank you or say hi. And then she, you actually got that moment because she does tell Katarina like on the boat, like, I'll explain to you why your sister's OK, why this yeah. is all fine. Yeah. And. It's like, okay, and it felt like quite a bit of time passed because, like, she gets called back, and they're like, you never told me what happened. Yeah, I feel like it, was a, it wasn't, like, I mean, years. It was, like, it could have been a week or two. I think it was, like, a yeah, couple I mean, months. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. If it was me and I was like, I just left the underworld, and you told me that you were going to tell me what happened to my sister. Right. And you didn't tell me. It could be three hours, and I'd be like, "You, you took forever mm-hmm. to tell me what I wanted to know." Right. But the, the, it was just like a really sweet moment where she was able to like tap into like the, the water and make it like a looking glass, and she, she could see her sister and her mm-hmm. mom in the underworld. And like again, it was that moment where on the boat where she couldn't turn her back. I feel like that was her only moment to really see her mother because she wasn't going to be able to go back into the underworld as yeah. a god or not a goddess yeah. or not she was never going to be able to go see her mom yeah that was the, i did think the found and was so a really it's good like, story a really good like a really good moment for all of it yeah i just felt like it drew so much of it together where it was like we you know we have it all and i also love how smart she was like there wasn't a moment, like, a lot of Disney characters are smart, but, like, mm-hmm. there wasn't a moment in this one, like, up until the end, she was fighting tooth and nail, mentally, not just physically, but mentally, to be like, well, Hera hasn't stopped me from getting in this boat, so if she's gonna let me go, you're gonna let me go. We're just, we're just gonna keep going until I can't go any further. Yeah. yeah. I haven't been smited, yeah. and if I get smited, then you go see me anyway. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I like that part, too. Yeah. I just felt like I felt like it was tied up in a bow as a story, but it wasn't a a tidy bow. No, because like there was a part like after you could definitely definitely tell it was DIY. Yeah. (laughs) Well, she so she got off like they got off the boat um, like Persephone, like they were gone. She was Persephone's gone. They're like, okay, what do we do? How are we going to get back up there? And then Pegasus shows up and they go back to Phil and Phil, Cassia, and Agius. 
I guess I would so Ollie. The ex boyfriend. Who knows? And and Phil was like, You've been gone for days. <laughs> like I've been sending and so I'm yeah. like, How how long? Because like they knew they were at past ten, you know. And so I'm like, How many yeah. days? How many days did because he kept sending Pegasus to go look every day. And so I was like, Man, how long how long were they? Mm-hmm. Did it take? Because you know the underworld, it's different time zone. Different time zone. I mean, it is. I, I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah. I mean, because her only gauge of how long time was actually going to take was the hourglass from Harris. Yeah. So. And it was, in, you're not empty, but it wasn't going like it was. So I was, yeah, my, that was my, band was gone. that's my question was how many days? Yeah. <laughs> Just because she didn't give up, curious. I mean, she basically took like two steps, and like the the thing was like, ah, it was a day, and she's like, well, trucker. Yeah. I would have been like, yeah, never gonna make it. Love you all. I'm down here now. <laughs> With that beautiful singing voice, you would have put Fluffy right to sleep. <laughs> just kidding. They don't name him Fluffy. He's so just would the y'all recommend dog. it. Who was your favorite character? My favorite character? I mean, you basically said it. You already said that you were basically Meg. Yeah. I think that would be it. I also enjoyed Pegasus. Sorry, I just... Y'all know I like a flying unicorn. Even though it's not a unicorn, don't come for me. (laughs) I'm aware, but... You like... (laughs) You like Um, fantastic beasts. Yeah. I think it would be Meg. What, are y'all's not? Like my favorite character? Because yeah, were y'all talking about um, Bill being your favorite? Well, no, well, that was like a favorite moment, I thought. My favorite character, I, I really liked Meg. And I liked like, her growth throughout the whole, um, the whole I was supposed to say movie, the whole book. Um, yeah. <laughs> but let's see here. I really, I, li- I, really, I did like her. I liked... I liked what Phil became. Mm-hmm. Like, I started mm-hmm. to really enjoy him and, like, their friendship. So, I would say he's, like, my second favorite character. Yeah. I mean, clearly Meg's the star. You're supposed to love her. Mm-hmm. Um, but a favorite sometimes character Sometimes that doesn't work out. It's true. Right. Sometimes it doesn't work out. That is true. That is very true. Honestly, I feel like... Some of my favorite characters in this one, like, I really liked, what what was his name, Agius, the, the yeah. ex. Yeah. I actually really liked him. I liked his character. I liked him from the very beginning, like, the first time Meg even met him, like, his enthusiasm, his passion. Yeah. Like, his love for music and just wanting to do so much, and then... Truly a good guy. You know, even just yeah. his, like, yeah, like, yeah, just, like, such a good person. And his devotion to Meg and how through his, even through his new marriage, like, Meg was actually always a part of him. Yeah. And, like, Katarina knew that. She knew the song. She, like, Phil, or Phil, um, the ex built Meg's dream house mm-hmm. and they were living in it. Like yeah. 
I know people who are like, I don't want anything from your ex. And this woman was you like, gotta get a living new mattress, in it. I, I'm not I, sleep on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and I did really like her. I thought her character was really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so those two were actually probably some of my favorite characters from beginning to end, where there was never a moment where I was like, oh, this character. Because, right. like, Katarina, like, wanting to stay in the underworld, I felt was, like, totally believable. And, like, then once she was, like, that struggle of, like, you're right, I do have this baby, but I have this person that because she was blaming herself for her sister's death yeah Yeah. and so it was like she had carried that blame with her so she needed to know that it wasn't her fault i just felt like so many characters had so much depth to them yeah they did a lot of them had a lot of depth on top of yeah a lot of growth yeah yeah i feel like this is the opposite of the sorry I'm just having this moment. Do you remember the one of the last books that I think I read with y'all that we tore apart? We shall not name it. <laughs> it's doing is, really well. It's doing well. Y'all are loving to hear us talk badly about this book. But this is like the exact opposite. Like, even though it's not that long of a book, everyone had character growth. Like, there yeah. was not a single one. Yeah that didn't develop in some way. And so that's kind of like, it was, I think that goes back to what we're saying about that book. Like it doesn't take a lot. Like you can change a character that everyone can grow off of different things. Um, Honestly, I will say really quickly too, I thought Meg was 100% just going to use that flower and just grab her and she'd be like, Hercules, we taking this hoe. Like, (laughs) I don't care if she wants to go or not, we taking her. Because she was like, I'm going to complete my quest. But the way it was written was much better than that. But I kind of like but when she yeah, first found yes. her, I thought that's what was going to happen. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Nice. OK, so now, Andy, now you can ask it. Sorry, I didn't realize I skipped. You know, y'all know I'm not used to this format. So <laughs> would you recommend the book? Yes. Yes. Hard pass. No, I'm just kidding. I want him. After all that, could you imagine? <laughs> that would be funny, though. No, I wouldn't. No, yeah. No, I would not recommend this because I don't know anybody who would enjoy this. Not a single soul. I'm just kidding. I would recommend it. And I mean, like, if you read last month's book, I already started suggesting it to somebody and I was only halfway through it. Yeah. My sister loved the Hercules movie. Did she? I watched it because she loved Loved it so much. Yeah. I told her that I felt like she would really enjoy this book. Probably. If she really enjoyed the movie. Yeah, I really enjoyed this. I would, I highly recommend it. I would also, my, my suggestion would be like, if you haven't seen the movie, you know find it it's on disney plus if you want just because i do think it helps give you like if you don't remember or you never have never seen it you know what is has really happened like you get like a sense of what's happening in the book of what had happened standalone. it's told it can be standalone but i think like if you want um if you want the before story i think that's You could definitely watch, yeah. watch and 
and you'll you'll get like her like I think you you can hear her voice, not necessarily hear her voice more, but like just like Meg from the um the movie ha- just had such sarcasm and you know yeah. I think this one's also different. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to pick it back up again, but I think this was also different in the fact that they didn't take the twisted tale from the Titans winning and like everything going downhill from that. They mm-hmm. took the twisted tale yeah. from the next point of view because like that's kind of how um, Little Mermaid was. It was like, what if Ursula won and every the world changed? So I think yeah, that was, was four also years kind ago. of. A, yeah, that was kind of like days. a cool pivot of it's not like everything had to change. It was just this one portion. Yeah, for sure. Um, also, Andy, I do think you should watch the movie as well because you will fully appreciate the muses. Oh, definitely. Oh, see, that's I have seen some of them and I've heard I've watched a lot of stuff where um, they always talk about who would be cast as it. Um, so I always think that's interesting. I do want to watch it all the way through. Yeah. Very nice. Any last thoughts from anybody? Mm, I think I'm good. Nope. I liked it. I loved it. I loved it. Go read it. Yes. Go read it. Enjoy it. All right. Um, (laughs) (laughs) do we want to talk about what we pulled from our bookshelves? I haven't. Oh, I've only done one thing because um, I'm still getting through Evelyn Hugo, which I'm pretty sure I talked about it for Jan- uh, um, our last podcast. But um, Dash and I just started The Inquisitor's Tale by his favorite author, Adam Gidwitz. So we're doing that. And then um, I plan on starting our next book, which we'll announce in a minute. Yeah, I'm going to start the next one. I read a couple thrillers, and then I had actually downloaded a couple Christmas books from the Kindle Unlimited store mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that I did not actually get a read in December. So I read those, like, right after New Year's, mm-hmm. and they were still so, so much fun and a, a joy. Um, my favorite of the two was Falling Under the Mistletoe. I thought that was a lot of fun. Mm. Um, but I am excited because I, I read uh, Cross Her Heart by Melinda Lee, and it's actually the start of a little series, and it's it was a good little introduction to that story. That's good. Um, some thriller, some mystery stuff, so that was good. And then I am going to announce the next one because this will be one I'm starting oh total side note I'm also reading one called the love hypothesis and it's been on it a lot of like book club of the months and like uh books to read um for this year I'm actually reading that and a little bit over halfway through it for a different book club that I'm in that I'm really enjoying our next book that Sheila and I are going to be reading together next month is Not a Sound by Heather Gudenkoff. I hope I said that last name right. Um, so we're going to go into a little thriller action. Excuse me, do I not Ooh. get to talk about what books are on my deck? What is on your deck, oh. Andy? You can talk about what you got. Yeah. Um, What's your I, next book? TBH. I don't really know all the titles, but I will say that they, um, you're welcome. They um, 
are young adult, like LGBTQ type novels, but I did just spend some time at Barnes and Noble and I got the Wonder Woman Ambassador of Truth, like coffee table book. Oh. And I was reading some of mm. it and it really just talks about the creation of the character, why it was there, and then like all the different iterations over the years. But then it also even has like different pieces, like it like on the book cover itself, it has a um a tiara you could take off and it's like you like you could actually wear it. But then it also has like Valentine's Day cards from like a certain era. It has like a um paper doll thing. Like it's just a really cool like history of the book up until the modern day era of it so it was just kind of interesting i was reading through and just kind of glancing at a lot of stuff and as of right now i believe it's only just we're not sponsored it is only ten dollars um because i got it in like the amazon last not amazon the barnes and noble like last chance section oh yeah i love those sections um so it was like this incredibly yeah, nice book too. for ten dollars that's awesome um, nice so it was really cool Total side note, one of my absolute favorite documentaries I've ever watched on the History Channel was, like, I don't know, like, a six-part series of the history of, like, comic books and Mm -hmm. what they meant and what they meant in different eras and how they came out. And, I mean, I watched this probably, like, 15 years ago, and it's still, like, one of the best that I've ever Watch because it talks about like Wonder Woman, Captain America. They did like the DC, like Marvel rivalry, how that came about. Um, they talk about like what the comics did in the 60s and how that like promoted certain things. It's like so interesting. So mm-hmm. that actually sounds really good, Andy. That's cool. Nice. All right. Well, I think that's it, friends. Yeah. All right. So. Check us out on all the socials. Um, we're on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook under Potheads Who Read. Um, you can also email us thoughts, books, reviews, tag us in reviews of things that you've read as well. Um, comment on any of the books that we've read in the past. We love yeah. to hear that stuff. And you can email us at potheadswhoread at gmail.com. But if you put in, like, anything with Potheads who read podcast anything like that you're going to be able to connect with us and i think that's it is that it also let us know if you uh if you're listening to prisoners of pop culture the series that we're doing there too if there's something you feel like we should talk about yeah let us know yes totally let us know for topics yeah yes because sometimes he gets tired of our suggestions Or forced conversations. (laughs) Awesome. Excellent. All right. Well, thank you for reading with us. Go crack a book open. I guess I should start reading. Yep, that's right. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Bye.